it's time for a little listening comprehension quiz. I'm going to play you clips of three people speaking. Your job is to figure out what they have in common. Okay? Here's the first one. In Spain, we actually went home for lunch. So I never had eaten at school. Maybe that wasn't enough. Let me play a little bit more from her. Salisbury steaks and mashed potatoes with gravy, which I had never seen. I had also had never seen peanut butter. And they would make these like big peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. All of it was completely foreign and interesting to me. And I remember being the only kid who was eating it. <laughs> like, And looking around and everybody else is just like sticking their nose up at it. But I loved it. Okay, now the second one. I didn't even know like what a water fountain was or how to use one um, and no one told me. I just kind of like hung out in the hallway when I was thirsty and tried to like watch other kids and which button they pushed. And the third. One time I got off the class and needed to go to a different class in the third floor. But I was just lost and I'm looking at my schedule like just give it to me but I can't even read it. It's not even in Arabic. This isn't a short answer quiz. It's multiple choice. Here are your options. Option A. All of the speakers spent part of their childhood outside the U.S. Option B. All of the speakers at some point attended school in the U.S. Option C. All of the speakers faced puzzles and had to figure out how things work. Or option D. All of the above. Are you ready to check your answer? It's D, all of the above. You just heard from Kat, who began her schooling in Spain, Selena, who started out in Bosnia, and Rauf, who grew up in Yemen. They all got to know the U.S. and American culture by going to school here. Why focus on the school experience? You know that feeling of being in a classroom on the last day of school, right before the last bell? waiting for summer break to begin? You could be playing a game or, if you're older, taking an exam, maybe cleaning out your desk, whatever. The point is, you know the feeling. You can recall that moment. That moment with all of its cultural associations, is part of our shared national experience. In the United States in 2017, over 57 million kids experienced that moment. 57 million bodies each had the feeling of folding into a classroom chair. That's 57 million people, give or take, navigating hallways, figuring out whether or not to go to the cafeteria, and if they go where to sit, trying to recall an answer on a test. That's a lot of shared experiences. And I'm not even counting the 20 million people who attended American colleges that same year. This is why schools are sites of conflict over everything from history curriculum to dress code to sex ed. The stakes are high. If you can dictate what happens in schools, in a very real sense, you're choosing which shared experiences will make up the building blocks of our cultural identity. I spent 18 years teaching high school social studies, so daily conversations about education were part of my life for a long time. 
I'm interested in those high-stakes choices. But I'm also interested in what our more subtle day-to-day school activities and interactions say about us. I think we can learn a lot by looking at ourselves through fresh eyes. That's why I reached out to Kat, Selena, Rauf, and 20 other people who first got introduced to America through school. Those 23 individuals came from different economic backgrounds. They have different first languages and different paths to the U.S. They ranged in age from 14 to just over 40. But they have one thing in common. They all attended American schools. I wanted to know what a regular day of school was like back in their country of origin and how it felt to leave home. I asked them about their expectations before they came and if the reality stacked up to their imagined America. They told me about their first day of school in the U.S. and compared schools here to the ones they left behind. They talked about learning English, navigating American culture, and missing home. Finally, I asked them if, after all their shared American experiences, they felt American. This wasn't just about understanding these 23 individuals, though. School is our biggest, most formative shared institution. Newcomers see things in school that those of us born here take for granted and ask questions that we don't think to ask. They can teach us about who we are and what we value. And if you are, right now, going through this transition, if you're a newcomer whose introduction to the U.S. is happening through school, I hope you find it interesting to compare your own experiences to the ones offered here. I owe my 23 interviewees a tremendous debt of gratitude for sharing their thoughtful and often very personal accounts with me. To preserve their privacy, some of them opted to use a pseudonym rather than their real name. I tried to represent them fairly and accurately. I hope I did. So, the next 10 episodes will give you a chance to get to know the people I met, and in the process, to better understand us, the people living here together in the U.S. I hope you'll stick with me. The show is called Points in Between. I'm Shane Carter. Points in Between is a production of the California Global Education Project. See the Points in Between webpage for additional information about each episode. You can find it at cispisglobal.org. That's c-i-s-p-i-s-g-l-o-b-a-l.org. Look under the Resources tab.